Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message entitled, The Resurrection. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will continue to bring us a message on which the whole Christian faith revolves, and that is on whether or not the Lord Jesus Christ has truly risen. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14, that if Christ is not risen, then our faith is in vain. But as any true believer will tell you, Jesus Christ is alive. He saves, and he makes all the difference in one's life. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The strongest evidence to the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the transformed lives. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We had 500 eyewitnesses at one time, one group that saw Christ after he rose. You had the apostles. You had Peter who saw him separately. And then Paul refers to himself as one born out of due time that saw Christ with his very eyes. But you know what the strongest evidence is? It's every life that's been transformed by the resurrected Christ. It's people whose lives have been turned around and changed for the better. The fact of the cross, his death, his burial, his resurrection that bought your pardon and mine. The fact of that resurrection that gives us eternal life. Folks, he did it for you. He did it for me. And over the centuries, yea, over these last two millenniums, there are thousands, there are tens of thousands, there are hundreds of thousands, there have been millions that have said, Jesus Christ changed my life. He took away the burden of guilt. He made me a free man. I was a slave to sin and vice, and the shackles were broken. Folks, he couldn't do that if he were dead. Jesus said, I came that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Number two, number two, I want you to look at the pre-resurrection scene. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Just flip back a few chapters and go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We must study the resurrection of Christ as an historical event, not as an ethereal myth, because it does have a time and space dimension that's verifiable. I want you to look at something else, too, because... The skeptic, the skeptic, if he doesn't try to lump the resurrection of Christ in with religious mythology, he may try this trick. He may say, well, do you know what? Uh, they may not be able to find the body. And yes, an historical Jesus may have died. And, and, and true, we don't know where the body is. But there could be some other explanations for his body not showing up. And let me just say this to you folks. If there ever was a body that, that the foes of Christianity would love to have and display for everyone to see, it would be the body of Christ. Yeah. Folks, <laughs> communism and every other ism that is anti-Christian, Islam, folks, yeah. Yeah. and make no mistake, Islam is anti-Christian. 
and, 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 the, and the cradle of, uh, uh, and the, the seat of Islam is right in that same area where all these events took place. If anyone who is an opponent of Christianity, who's opposed Christianity, whether it's a government or a religion or an individual or a philosopher or a sophist or a group of them, all they would have to do is produce this body, folks. It's of critical importance. If they could do it, they would deal Christianity its death blow. So let's talk for a moment about some of the theories of what could have happened if he didn't raise from the dead and why don't we have a body? 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 7. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 7, Paul says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, if you look at verses 7 and 8, you say, preacher, what does that have to do with this whole issue here? Well, it has to do with this. When Christ was crucified, the devil said, got him. Got him. When, the, when Christ was crucified, the opponents of Christianity, the princes of this world, particularly the Jewish Sanhedrin, said, got him. Got him. It's over with. It's done. We won't have to deal with these pesty Christians anymore. It's over with. What is Paul saying? Paul said, if they would have known or foreseen what would happen, they would have never killed him. If they'd have known that 72 hours later, he would rise from the dead, and Christianity would mushroom and spread throughout the world like wildfire, they would have never crucified him. Death himself, committed suicide in trying to take Jesus Christ. Death himself would have said, I don't want him. He's going to ruin a good thing I got going here. 72 hours later, he would rise from the dead. Had the Jewish leaders known, had the Roman leaders known, had the devil known, had the devil's fiendish emissaries known that God's plan of redemption was actually being enacted as a result of their hatred toward Christ, that while Christ died on that cross, he would bear our sins. The enemies of Christ, the enemies of Christianity thought, ah, we're doing away with the leader. We're dealing the death blow to this pestiferous religion. And God said, I'm going to put my sins on Christ, and I am going to allow man an open door into heaven through him. And besides that, your victory is only going to last 72 hours because he's coming up from the grave. That's what Paul's saying. If they'd have known that, they wouldn't have taken Christ. But stop and think for a second. Humanly speaking, the pre-resurrection scene looked pretty bleak for 72 hours there. When Christ was crucified and he was buried... There's no doubt that he was dead. Some have tried to explain the resurrection by saying, well, he just really didn't die on that cross. He just sort of swooned. He passed out from a loss of blood. Folks, that's impossible. You study the Roman method of examining, and that's a nice sanitized word for torture by whipping. Do you know that 50% of the men that were subjected to that never even lived through it. That whip they used with its sharp 